0: I want, us, I want to bring you to a passage as we, as we, as a basis, that's a basis for what I want to really share with you this morning. And I want us to look at Romans chapter 8, 5, verse 1 through 5. Romans 5, 1 through 5. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us and now declares us flawless in His eyes. Hallelujah. Man, that should get a lot of people excited this morning, that first phrase. But then it says, that first verse, then it says, this means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God all because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I, I don't know if we really comprehend what God's done for us. Our faith guarantees us permanent access into his marvelous, into this marvelous kindness that has given us perfect relationship with God. What incredible joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance. And patient endurance will refine our character, and proven character leads us back to what? Hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy. Let's go on. I think there's one more point, or is that it? That was it. <laughs> This is because we now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts. Did you know that you actually have the the goodness of God, the cascading love of God, that is endlessly rolling over and pouring over your life when you're a child of God? Because God loves us, though, does that mean we will be free of facing conflict? Because God loves us, it doesn't mean we will have no problems in our life. Can you say, man, how many still have some problems in your life? It doesn't mean that we will never be challenged in our faith. No, what it means is that there are things that we'll never never understand. How many know that there's things I don't understand, I don't comprehend, but it should not ever move us off the center point, which is God is good and I can trust Him. It should never move us off a sinner. If we've lost hope in a situation, we we were believing a lie because if you're a child of God, there is always reason to hope. For God is good. He brings us back to the sinner. All of our emotions that are out here and out here brings us back to sinner in self-control, in his power, in his love. We walk in this no matter what circumstances goes, no matter what happens. No matter what kind of craziness, no matter what family situation, no matter what joblessness situation, no matter what hopeless situation seems to be on us, no matter what physical situation, our God is a good God and I have no reason to fear. He brings me back to center, to focus. I don't know if you've realized this this morning. I'm realizing this. I'm walking this out. I've walked it out and I'm walking out another one that there is fire in delayed answers. For some of you this morning this last part of my message is really what some of you're here for today. Besides the worship besides is to hear this is that there are fire there is fire in delayed answers. There's promotion being offered in how you face delay and opposition right now in your life. Promotion is actually being offered to you. Those things that you face are not meant for your destruction, but for your growth. You see, at the point of your your possible greatest disappointment is an invitation for your greatest success. Why? Why? Because God is good. He takes his children on a journey. So not that you're, not that you, he says what? Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God came, Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But that abundant life comes from renewing of our mind. It comes from walking in faith and flowing in this truth of the goodness of God in everything we do, see, face. Some of you are possibly at your greatest disappointment right now in your life. Understand this, as a child of God, it's an invitation for growth and it's an invitation for your greatest success. Anybody can say amen this morning on that. Let me give you an example. Hannah was barren. Anybody remember Hannah? Hannah was barren, not so that she couldn't have children, but she was barren because it was an invitation for greatness. Not only would she have children, plural, but she would have Samuel. Through contending in loss, through contending in weakness, through contending in the lack of breakthrough, it's in the contending I'm being invited by God into my greatest triumph, into my greatest victory, because God is good. It's an invitation by God. They are not circumstances that have a right to rule over my life, but I'm ordained by God to overrule those circumstances. Some of you are dealing with circumstances right now. They're not meant for the, to overrule you. You walk into the giants in your promised land. They're not there to defeat you. They're there for you to defeat them. I believe this, that one of the giants that we face is a mental giant, and it's called disappointment, and it's called delay. But let me tell you something. When you're a child of God, if there's a delay, there's a purpose. And God is preparing you for what he's prepared for you. And in the process, you become stronger. And if you, as we walk in this, we do not get into fear or to anxiety, but we walk into steadfastness. We get back to center that God is good and we praise Him, we magnify His name in every circumstance, it actually, it does something interesting. Because it says, let me just give you the, the, the word. It says, 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18, it says this, Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battles. But I, I contend with you, the one who forgets to do that forgets that they are that God is good and in their situation that his timing is perfect and I can trust him. Let me get back to this thing about Thanksgiving. I believe Thanksgiving in every circumstance, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, flows from the one who never loses sight that God is good and He's for me, He's not against me, and that He orders the steps of the righteous, and that even if I get off, He brings me back to center, and that He causes all things to work together for my good to those who are in Christ Jesus. So either God is good. And he's always good or he's not. Does anybody hear me this morning? Either God's good all the time and we're walking in that reality or he's not good at all. So therefore, no matter what we face, God is still good. God is working on my behalf. The Bible actually teaches us that whatever you are thankful for becomes consecrated. If you can imagine with me the enemy coming at you with a sword in his hand to take you out and you declare, oh God, I thank you for this opportunity. Guess what happens? All of a sudden, God takes the sword out of his hand. It's placed with thanksgiving into God's hand and what was meant for your detriment becomes your victory. For this is how we fight our battles. Based on the goodness of God. Is anybody getting anything out of this yet? All of a sudden, the sword is out of his hand. It's in the Lord's hand. And suddenly, thankfulness took this one thing that was meant to destroy me. And now it's a weapon in the hands of God for me. So each one of you been set up. You've been set up. You've been set up for victory. You just have to walk it and enforce the victory that you already have. One of the greatest things I want to encourage you this morning is that you can trust God. You can trust God in any and every circumstance. Do you know there's been challenges to that throughout Scripture? There have been challenges to that. Mary receives a visitation from God and an angel shows up declaring, highly favored of the Lord. And God brings the announcement through one of the head angels in all of heaven. And the next thing she faces is the guy who wants to marry her wants a divorce. How's that working for you? Highly favored one. Abraham, you're going to have a son. Yeah, in your old age. No problem. I'll take him in my old age. He's your son. Awesome. Now here he goes. Awesome. Thank you, Father. Now go kill him. Put him on the altar as a sacrifice and kill him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we remember that story, weren't delivered from the fire, but they were delivered in the fire. See, this is a life of conflict where God is more interested in the tender heart to His purposes than it is for me to draw my own conclusions that I accuse Him of not being good. God's trying to lead me to a place where I completely trust Him and live refined by the circumstances that I face. They're not meant for my destruction, but they're meant for my promotion. Either you trust God with all your life. I I know it's a learning process. I'm telling you something that's very freeing. There's some things you absolutely, positively don't know in life. Maybe that's why it says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Because our own understanding, especially if it's it's based on what we see that seems really dysfunctional, or the circumstances that seem really strong against me, or the pressures in life that seem to be pressing hard on me, I mean, God will understand if I just give up or quit or stop. Let me just say this there's always hope and if you're as I mentioned earlier if you're giving into that there is no hope you're giving into a lie because when you're a child of God there's always hope there's an answer for every single thing that you face there's a situation that's not there's no situation that's too big for God to answer for with God all things are possible See, I don't know the what and the why of always what happens to me, but I know that as as I give thanks to the Lord, that He will take what was meant for my destruction and He will take that sword in His hand and use it for my good. What was meant to be used against me is now being used for me. When you get to know God, that God is good, it takes the pain of waiting, the discouragement of a trial, out of a trial. It brings rest in the midst of pressure and it gives us a song of thanksgiving instead of complaint. For this is how we fight our battles. We're armed with a song. We're armed with a heart that's been transformed. We're armed with praise in the middle of circumstances that seem perplexing. And I want to I tell you something this morning that God still uses loss. If you and I carry it correctly, if we pers- persevere before the Lord and we let that thing that we're facing or that season to be buried into the mercy and the grace of God, God will bring back a public vindication for anything that you've lost. Because He's good. The anointing God will give you will be seven times stronger than before you you persevered, when you persevere rightly. Often we want God's resources, but I've found this, that we don't always want God's timing. Can Can you say amen? The timing of God is perfect, but yet it seems out of time sometimes for us. But I can tell you that process gets a lot easier when we just rest in His goodness. We don't lose sight of it. And we literally rest in God's timing because it will be perfect. Sometimes what God's timing is is waiting for you to come into the realization that he's good and I can rest. There's a danger here because I I, I try and walk out every single thing before I preach it. I live it, and any time I am preaching to you any of these truths, I can expect really soon after I get them again, or I'm faced with them again. But this is the growth. This is the process. But often we want the resources of God, we don't want His timing, we want His hand, but we don't want His calendar. We forget His work in us while we wait is as important as what it is we're waiting for. And I wanna encourage you, several of you this morning that God is doing something his, his timing is perfect. He hasn't forgot about you. He hasn't forgot about the dream that you carry. He hasn't forgot about the change of the situation. But what he's wanting to do is he's wanting you to come into a place of rest in him and that you give him thanks in every situation. You praise him and it's your warfare. And God is going to weigh level. He's going to level the war. He's got those things and those armies and those things that are around you. He's going to make them fall flat and you're going to walk into your promised land. But he wants you to be at a place of rest in his goodness it's a patient trust well I trust that God has good reasons for telling me to wait I don't know what they are but I will trust that God knows what he's doing it says in Psalm 41 40 verse 1 it says I waited and I waited and waited some more patiently knowing God will come through for me. Then, at last, he bent down and listened to my cry. It says in Psalm, uh, Proverbs 16, 2, and 3, it says, all the ways of a man are pure in his eye, own eyes. But the Lord, the Lord weighs, the sp- weighs the spirits, the thoughts, and the intents of the heart. So then do this, roll your works upon the Lord, commit and trust them wholly to him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, And so shall your plans be established and succeed. I want to read, let's read that, let's read that last verse together. I believe this is the call for some of you this morning. Write this down, chew on it, pray into it. Let's read it again, one, two, three. Roll your works upon the Lord. In other words, commit and trust them wholly to Him. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to his will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. Amen. Do you think possibly the waiting? Do you think possibly the delays are that he's wanting you to roll your works upon him? In other words, come in and trust them to the holy to him, so that your thoughts become, what, agreeable to his, his will? And then, your plans are going to succeed. Do you think maybe He's waiting on you? James chapter 1, verse 3 through 4, it says, You know that you learn to endure by having your faith tested. But you must learn to endure everything so that you will be completely mature and not lacking in anything. It says in Proverbs 29, 24 through 26, it says, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever leans on, trusts in, and puts his confidence in the Lord is safe and set on high. Now, let me just close with this verse right here. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more for along with every trial God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously I want you to stand with me I want to read this passage again I want you to read it I want it to get within your spirit this morning I want you to be encouraged that this God can you say with me God is good this is not a cliche this is reality this is the basis of the gospel 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Are you ready? Let's read it together. We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being, but God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. Can we just stop right there and just say, thank you, Father? <laughs> I was chewing on this this week, and it's so freeing, so freeing. First of all, that He loves me. That reality that God loves me and nothing can separate me from His love is this invigorating amazing thing, and that I can trust Him. That God will be faithful. He will screen and even filter severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial that I face so that I can bear it. Let's go on. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. Come on, let's. That's a shout. Hallelujah. Mm. Where's your faith? Where's your focus? Whatever part of your life has fear or you're experiencing, you feel like it's, it's um, if there's an area of life, of your life, that you've lost hope in, it needs to come back to the center point that God is good. If you're carrying a dream and you're and that weight you've been waiting for this dream and you've been waiting for this God to move maybe your dream is a loved one being saved maybe your dream is working in a thriving business maybe it is a promotion that you really dearly love maybe it is maybe it is a, a ministry that you're believing God to be launched and walk into maybe whatever it is God is in that dream Devon says Devin said this morning, John chapter 15, if you remain in me. Also translated, if you abide, if you remain, if you stay. And my word remain in you. This is about intimacy. This is about a partnership. This is about bringing the kingdom of heaven to the earth in every part of life. Wherever you walk, but whatever, let me just say this. If you're contending for a dream, if you're contending, let me just tell you something. Trust in God's timing. Because He's good. We just read, He will not allow any more than we can bear. Can you put it back up for me? Gen- Jennifer, thank you. Let's go back. We all experience it. Times of testing. It's normal. But God... But God will be faithful to you. So, Father, we just thank you. If you're, if you're here this morning, if you're here this morning, though, just let's just bow our heads right now. And if there's a, any area of your life that you're holding on to, or there's anxiety, there's fear in it. And the, I, I just hear the Lord just say, put it in his hands. Let it go. Realize I'm good. I am going to work out every detail of your life. Put it in my hands. You can trust me. I have not given you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind, self-control. Just right now, just, I, w- I just want you just to receive just right now. Holy Spirit, I just pray that there would be a great exchange right now in this room. I pray for a great exchange, our fear, for your love, for your power, and a sound mind. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. I'm going to ask our team to come forward. And we're just going to, if you're away from the Lord and you need Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to invite you to come to my right. You can come for other things. Come to any one of these guys. If you need healing in your body, you need prayer concerning any situation, I just want to encourage you to come to the team this morning. Come to the Father. Lay it down. Somebody here to agree with you on that. Thank you, Father. Amen. Brittany, well, no. you're over there. Come up, jump up here real quick. Quicker. Britt, come. I want us just to sing this one more time. As you come, f- consider yourself dismissed. Come here, Britt. This is how it may look like I'm surrounded. We just lift our hands and just begin to worship the Lord. Put it in His hands. Anything, everything.
1: This is how I. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my
0: battles. This is how I fight my. Teach us to fight. Rest upon your goodness showing up into the battle with a song of praise, showing up in the battle with thanksgiving. And Father, you will use it as a sword to bring devastation to that which was trying to destroy us. We walk out victorious in Jesus' name. This is how we fight. This is how we fight. In Jesus' name. Let's shoes you go. Greet one another.